0: Well hello there,
1: come on in, have a seat, enjoy a beverage,
0: and welcome to the Martini Lounge,
1: with Jonathan and Sergey. Hey there! That was like that was like gay southern cowboy. Hi. What? There. But it was like a
0: conglomeration of not good. Not good. Gay no. southern or cowboys. No.
1: It was just
0: <laughs> it was the worst. Well shit. Of those.
1: You are just uh g- <laughs> you're giving me compliments all around.
0: I know. It. I'm full of it.
1: You are full of things. You are full of it.
0: So it's another it's another Friday. I just want to ask I'm really happy about our drink this week. And I hope you have it because it's called the Sassy Bitch. And who doesn't love that? I think that it was actually I was surprised stumbling across it because that's just obviously made for. Yeah.
1: Duh. Oh. that's so, like that's like the and it's um, strawberry <laughs> which is so tasty it's mm-hmm, pink mm-hmm. it's pink as fuck and tasty as fuck yeah mm-hmm. we should just have it on our sassy bitches sassy fuck. bitches we should just have it like as the like pin drink like the drink that is right? forever ours oh i love it so much i know mm. the defining drink of the martini Lounge. yes is the sassy
0: bitch so <laughs> sassy, i sassy. do i hope everybody has one yeah. and you're relaxed i hope the week was yeah. not brutal to you um, it, was it was brutal for to us. <laughs>
1: it was. We both <laughs> alternated
0: being mean. sick and <laughs> yes. busy.
2: And, and just, you can't, was, those
1: two don't mix well. No. It's like bad liquor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we don't it have is. time to be sick I want to no, tell the world no. uh, don't get us sick because we don't have time for this we'll schedule no. a sick week later on if we need to thank you way later on and what's weird is it hits
0: you like within two minutes oh like yeah all of a sudden oh, wow yeah. I'm really sick oh, yeah <laughs> it's like fevers the whole bit people whole but do yeah. we stop no no,
1: no. because you... can we <laughs> no well yeah no it's <laughs> not really an option
0: but that's why you need a good sassy bitch that's right in your hand drink some of that that's right it's like
1: cold medicine you know know. i have a friend who (laughs) i'm sure this is a real thing um oh i'm sure shots of jaeger to help the cold and i'm like i'm not sure this helps the cold but i'm okay with it right i'll still do
0: it right whiskey is my go-to i will when i'm really have a bad cold see i just
1: i just drink period whether
0: i'm sick or not it helps something Mm. Hey, we can but you make you know, reasons, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to relax. Well, one
0: something. of the reasons, uh, <laughs> well, we're really busy, blah blah. We're sick, yeah, all this. Whatever. But yeah. the reason we have a sassy bitch <laughs> is because we have yeah. an awesome sassy bitch we as do. a guest we do. who is a very busy actor, yes. um, who's in everything. And so, we wanted to say, Fuck we want to talk everything. to the boys. Say, so, okay, this is yep. Baba Blah coming to you live,
2: <laughs> and she yes.
0: doesn't have a, a British accent, but she no. does hear. Um, acting. Yes,
1: that's all I'm gonna say. Yes, very James lipston acting. Period. I want you to respond. Um, to we so curr- recently we got involved in in an acting endeavor. Um, which we are want which to do. We are yeah. Which I feel like you and I, um, over over the course, course of our career, will kind of um, be in and out of right. Because um, it's just act fun, here and there. Mostly. Yeah, we're we're never going to be full blown actors. I don't think, but yeah. we will dabble Although, a lot. Although and, and I think one day we'll Oscar. have a
0: sitcom just because. Oh oh I, okay okay If <laughs> okay, it's wait. our stuff yes, <laughs> and we will yes. do like you said a movie here and there for the Oscar for the Oscar because I mean Try. we ain't trying to brag. <laughs> But the Oscar.
1: You know, a TV show for the Emmy. <laughs> we'll write on Broadway we for want the Tony. We want the EGOT.
0: We want the EGOT. We do. Um, <laughs> Listen.
1: I, I will do a spoken poetry <laughs> album for the Grammy. We are coming to you. <laughs> we're on it.
0: I think the Grammy's going to go to our band, You, you can, can Me. I, you Can Me. Yes. I and you never know our can band can name. You always...
1: <laughs> it sounds better. You Can I. <laughs> you Can Me. Like you and me. Or you and I. They're both... So- they're both... True.
0: They're... Maybe it's You Can...
1: I'm okay with I mean. whatever it is. I just need to <laughs> you know can, what it is. <laughs> maybe that's your name. You can eye me. You can eye me. <laughs> so, yes. So you we're going to go for it. But oh, you can yeah, ask.
0: talk about getting involved. So uh, got a little bit ago, we got a phone call, right? Yeah. So we have actor friends. Actor in a town about three hours west of us who's like, listen, there's a guy over there. Right. He's doing a little indie right. film project for his senior year in film yeah. school do you think you and Sergey would be interested? And um, because we don't ever think about our schedule. No, we're like, no, we're like,
1: sure. That sounds like fun. We really didn't well, even ask what it, it was it. about. We were like, no, well, all right, we're, <laughs> yes, we're good. It yeah. could have been a bloody murder. horror I know. film. Yeah. And we would
0: have been terrified the whole time. Yes. We uh, but yes. we're just like, sure, <laughs> let's do it. Instead, because the universe yeah. likes to
1: laugh at me. Oh, yes, it
2: does.
0: Um, Instead, I play an absolutely horrible asshole of a human being who is a homophobe who has a child, uh, a son
1: who he yells and beats a lot. You're (laughs) you're the stereotypical like NASCAR watching, beer drinking, which, as you can tell from listening
0: to us for the last four years, that's (laughs) totally me. It's typecasting. It it is
1: typecasting. And
0: so there's this, and I'm mean to my child, and when my child grows up, he's you.
1: so this. So I get to play your dad. It makes me so happy because because people always um, ask us, "Is that your son?" Oh, it's happened a few times. I before. hate that. And yeah. it may, it just twice. it just tickles my fancy. So oh, much. it does. It, it, does. it, it makes you makes laugh. Me so like, a "Bitch, you are." <laughs> Thank you. So now we're presented with a film. Where you are my father. I am. And it I am horrible. Brilliant.
0: So we've been doing yeah. that. You, last night, we had to go shoot this horrible yes. scene. Because oh listen, oh my man. character <laughs> has not only been an asshole all his life, but because of that, karma hates him. Yeah. And now he's in a wheelchair. Right. So I'm in a wheelchair. Still an alcoholic. And here in a you wheelchair. come in with yeah. this big soliloquy yeah. that is was really well done, but it was Oh, it's so emotional. Oh, it's yeah. and it's hard. And this is my favorite thing. And it's like a two page monologue. It and is. You, you deliver it beautifully, and you had to deliver it beautifully 80,000 times I, <laughs> because they wanted all. And yeah. I'm like, listen, people. Hey, that's film, That's though. a lot of emotion. It like, is. You had some really good takes, <laughs> and I'm like, just keep those. Yeah. He's good. But and so then you're doing yeah, you know, this. Yeah. And it, then they're <laughs> like, oh, okay. So your lines, none. Yeah. So you face out I face act. So they do a time. whole, basically, they do this whole <laughs> close-up on me, the reaction shot, right? And you deliver off-camera this thing, and they just watch my face the whole time.
1: It's the funniest <laughs> thing to watch you just react with your face. Say nothing.
0: Uh, right. Say nothing. I look to the side. I clench my jaw. Yeah. I mean, it's very little. <laughs> and so I will be uh, yeah. helping to debut the Oscars' new category. Yeah. Best face actor. Absolutely, and it's going be. to me. It is,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> There's no other option. So really. we warned you; we were going to be getting an, some, an Oscar. some, an Oscars. Oh, so gonna have here we to go. Be. But
1: no, you were amazing.
0: Oh, well, film you. work is
1: exhausting. Yes, it is because you have to say, like you said, the dramatic, hard, emotional things seventy freaking times. Well, and, and between the, scenes, you know, they have to set up. It's a lot of. Yeah. Hey, and you've
0: heard every yeah, actor yeah. say it. Uh, yeah. Film acting's hurry up and wait. It, and is. it is. It really, and is. we've filmed things before but it's amazing how you're just like i'm gonna take a nap over here right yeah you let me know plus yeah. i have a fever last night like i'm sick you poor and thing. so <laughs> that director kept going are you okay i no, it'll work for the scene <laughs> yes, yeah, you really got into your if place. If he dies know. in the scene, if I die sitting in this, would just go with it because it'll work. Because <laughs> the guy's a dick. So <laughs> during his son's big scene, yeah. he could probably die. He could.
1: Like, that could happen. He could pass out,
0: or right? Whatever, yeah. But we did. And, and listen, it's fun shooting uh, films, mm-hmm. but it, it's hard. You have to fit it in your schedule. You really? And do. It's not always easy. No, and you and shot one night till like one thirty in I the did. morning, it, mm-hmm.
1: and it started at like four. I mean, it was <laughs> like not. I told not like we started. Like, I told
0: the director, I'm like, um, just so you know, yeah. I am a diva. Yes. And at my age, I've earned that right, yeah. so I will not be shooting that. Long. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he goes. He goes. Do you have somewhere to be?
3: No, no, but
0: I just <laughs> won't be doing that.
1: I just will not. <laughs> like, I way. actually yeah. like
0: you very much. You're a good man, but it's, no.
1: It's funny how for you, like, I don't need somewhere to be for me not to no, shoot that. I way. don't. I'm good. Please. It's good day. Maybe sir. a good my, day.
0: Maybe in my 20s, I thought <laughs> I needed to be polite. Yeah. But those days are over. Yeah. As I told some people the other day, I am too sassy to work with people, really. Yeah, I shouldn't right. be in customer service because first thing I'm like, hey, what, what'd you say to me? <laughs> Oh, Bitch, excuse me. Bitch. but anyways no it's gonna be a fun the project should be out in june for his class it's but you know sh- yeah. we're stealing that shit and putting it online oh absolutely if joel if you're listening that's what's happening yeah. so
1: <laughs> hey it's you're welcome your really media whores, because we put the shit up and if you didn't plan on putting it into like festivals <laughs> or anything you shouldn't come just, to us <laughs> yeah it's just gonna be there we will yep. we will put it towards everyone. And we have to try really hard because I direct. That's I yeah. enjoy directing yeah. I've
0: directed film. I've done it. So yeah. I have to it takes all my strength not to help him right. out. Right. Because he's doing a great job. But then right. he's like He's like needed a. Set. I'm like, let me get you in contact with someone. You need a location, okay? I'm gonna help you out.
1: That's me too. Both yeah. of us are like. He needed an actor. I was like, oh, I got five right? of them. Here they come. Oh, you need a new bar seat? Oh needs well, to I have four bar owners that you can now. Talk to.
0: Be careful before asking them to do anything. <laughs> because we will get too involved. Yes, because it needs to it needs to happen. I'm just saying. So, so anyways, I'm interested in, in talking to Jack because yeah. he's done. So much. I don't know. if. Okay. I so, saw him on Grace and Frankie
1: the other day. I was yeah, like, hey, right? that's, that's, that's Jack Plotnick. It's I know so that guy. so crazy because yeah. you will watch something and he just appears out of nowhere. He was in an episode of The House and Criminal yeah. Minds. And you're like, what the hell? Where did well, this guy come from? What? And two, of He's- course- our Everywhere gay fan base, they're probably yeah.
0: going to remember him from Girls Will Be Girls, which I think right. was in two thousand three. Because that's a cult classic, it is. All most gays love Blue. that. Yeah,
1: she's in it. Varlette exactly, is yeah. in
0: it, and it's fabulous. And they've yeah. been wanting to do a sequel forever. Uh, I want to talk sure. to him a little bit about if that's yeah. going to happen because he created the character of Edie, and he was amazing. Yeah. So a lot of people are going to remember him from that. But the man doesn't stop
1: working. So.
0: No.
2: Freaking, he's,
1: what the hell? I'm like, okay, listen, It for a short film, it took us, like, freaking three weeks of shooting. I was exhausted. Hours and hours and hours of shooting. He does this every day. How do you do this? Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) projects nonstop. And he was, I mean, this man is involved. He really is. So I'm excited about that part of it.
0: Right? Well, I've always enjoyed him because he's a character actor, if there ever was one.
1: (laughs) Oh, Um, yeah. And he... And you yeah. know what? Okay, so uh you I know really like this the show uh John Together. Mm-hmm. He was on it. I know it's I one own of the characters. all of the yeah. seasons. So I <laughs> He voices one of my favorite characters, yeah. the gay character. The gay character, the the character that doesn't know he's gay until wait. <laughs> I love way that he doesn't late. know he's gay.
0: He's the gayest character you've ever Oh yeah. basically loosely based on Zelda. It, very yeah, the, he's oh, he's Link from Zelda. Name, Link. Yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, which all of these characters
0: are. It's just a fun show. Go oh, watch it. Oh, my gosh. I can watch it over and over. Yeah, Still, too. to this day, and it oh, was
1: yeah. a while back. Exactly. It's it, worth it. It's just brilliant. I it's know. absolutely freaking brilliant. Um, and now we are gonna actually bring on the man himself. We've kind of we've up, talked about him. We've from- talked him up like <laughs> crazy, but he is the brilliant actor. Here we go talking him up again. I know he is the brilliant actor, writer, director, producer, uh, what have you. Really, uh, he's been in just about every show you've watched, from reoccurring roles on Ellen to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and to more recently Grace and Frankie, like we talked about Glee, The Mentalist, and. He's probably graced your television a few times, if if you watch any TV. Here to talk about what it's all been like in his experience, we're gonna welcome Jack Blotnick himself. Are you there?
3: Hello, hello. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you.
3: We're gonna we Don't would give come, you excited. an Oscar
0: if we could get out there and steal one for you, because wow, yeah. I've loved you forever. <laughs>
3: Oh my goodness, that was the best intro I've
0: ever had in my life. Oh. <laughs> wait, we'll send well, you a recording, you. you just put it on your answering machine. Yeah, or wait, your voicemail. Yeah, I'm voice a, a
3: loop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do it, all for it. Um, let's begin with the kudos and acknowledgments you deserve on so many amazing credits. Uh, I swear half of the stuff, oh, yeah, half the stuff I watch in my everyday life, you are a part of it. And then even when I don't know, I was watching Grace and Frankie the other day. I'm like, hey, that's Jack Plotnick. I know that guy. (laughs) Um, And I think it's something like you have like on IMDB alone, you have like 106 acting credits, not to mention what you do with producing, writing, uh, directing credits. How do you stay on top of it all and keep the work and life balance? How do you do that? Because you work so much.
3: Oh no, no! I my my I, my soul died years ago. Uh, I'm just you know walking through the motions now at this point, so i really not very valid at all. Uh, and um, really just you know paychecks, um, right. beer. Or you can buy a lot of beer with the check. Uh, I'm dead inside. <laughs> no, um,
2: I'm.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. That question. I've never had that question before, and uh, it blew my mind. So I'm going to have to ask you to repeat it.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, just basically, you know, what's always fascinating when we meet actors who are, sometimes it's hit and miss, but you consistently work. You are consistently yeah. out there. And it's a and it's not even a little work. You work a lot. How in the world do you balance working all the time and life itself?
3: Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, I don't think I work as much as you think. I mean, if I, <laughs> you know, when you're a regular on a TV show, you don't have a life. As a matter of fact, I remember... Uh, Robin Tunney, when I was doing the Mentalist, she was just telling me, uh, you know, you really give up your whole life when you're a series regular. And she said, you know, I, it, you know, being on the show has been a wonderful gift for me, but you also you kind of lose your lose, lose your life. And um, I haven't been on a regular I haven't been a regular on a TV show in many, 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 many years. So I actually have a lot more free time than mm-hmm. your average constantly working actor. Yeah. Um And um, I, I kind of like it that way because, you know, I, I've always been an actor who likes to do new things. So I never right. I started out in musical theater, but I really wasn't very happy doing theater because you're doing the same thing every night. And that's why I
2: right.
3: like film, because it's always something new. And in particular, when I as a free agent that I've been for the last, you know, uh, gosh, 15 years, it's really fun because I, I do never know what the next thing's going to be. And I do have the free time to do my own projects. Hence, uh, I was able to get my movie and my musical uh, produced,
2: which right. I, I wouldn't
3: have been able to do if I was, uh, you know, working all the time. Right. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, you know, speaking of being kind of, uh, you know, a, a, a one episode role, you've been on so many of those. Grace and Frankie, uh, Glee, Silicon Valley, The Mentalist. I mean, the, the list just goes on. Uh, first of all, we're gonna need to talk to your casting agent because that's just that's amazing. Um, sec- secondly, do you just constantly audition for these roles, or do they just invite you over and you know it's like old pals coming together because they
0: love
3: what film? you do? Oh my gosh, no, no, I, I don't have that career. I would love that career. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I do audition. And, okay. Um, uh, yeah, happy to. I don't mind. I I really don't mind auditioning. I feel like look here here's who I am, and if you don't want me, I, that's I should know that, you know, yeah. I don't, I'd hate to arrive on set and have them be like, oh God, he's, uh, he's shorter than we thought or whatever. You know? <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, you know, the, the when you have a, a long career in Hollywood, it's sort of like you you go through these phases where new people discover you. Like I went through a period where it was like, Disney all of a sudden was like, oh, Jack Plotnick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's hire him a bunch. And um, one of the people that, that I, when I did one of the Disney shows I did, he said, you know, the executives at Disney really want us to hire you because they said you're really good at um, you can be really mean to children and yet still be funny. <laughs> and so I did a whole bunch. So that was like my Disney year. And then you know, and, uh, I actually don't. I started in Hollywood doing comedies, but now you know the sort of the drama people discover them, and They're like, oh, he's a drama actor, and so wow. you just go through like um, phases. You know, yeah. not everybody loves you all the time, but as long as somebody loves you, right, in right. The moment, you're yeah, yeah. How,
0: that's that's like the
1: story of my life. I just I, love that compliment too. You're nice. You, you can be mean to children, but still come off funny. That's, I know. <laughs> I want to master that. <laughs> that is a skill.
0: <laughs> well, I, there are so many things you've done over the years that I've always. uh that's why your your name has always been in my head, and I've always had a lot of respect for you, but one of the ones I want to talk Thank about you. is you were one of the main characters on Drawn Together, which I own the seasons of that that were out. Uh, it's an incredible show where everyone is basically a parody character of another cartoon, and you voiced xander p wifflebottom my favorite character uh the video game action hero who is on a never ending quest to save his girlfriend and then later after he realizes he's gay he's on the never ending quest to you know find his boyfriend first of all (laughs) can we talk about the brilliance of the show and what it was like to get involved in that
3: well, I would say that was a, the first time I was on a show that I was also a huge fan of at the time. When I was on Buffy, I hadn't even seen the show before. It wasn't oh, uh, wow. for a couple of years later that yeah. I became an, a, a, a rabid fan. But well, being on that show probably is my favorite experience because I really was obsessed with that show, and I agree mm-hmm. with you. I think the writing was phenomenal. Oh,
2: yeah. A fake Absolutely. reality show
3: where you yeah. <laughs> throw a bunch of different kind <laughs> of cartoon uh, characters together. And um, so, yeah, I loved doing it. I had... Um, let me see, they were, you know, they did not, uh, someone else got the role first, a pretty well-known voice actor, mm-hmm. but um, they actually felt like uh, the, the people that they were bringing in were, were just kind of doing a one-note, making fun of gay people. And yeah. I had, the writers, the creators of that show were actually writers on a, a, a TV series that I was a regular on called Action on Fox It lasted one season. Mm-hmm. And so they thought of me when they were trying to find somebody who could, you know, bring, bring Xander uh, to life. And um, what I did was um, I, ha- I did a lot of sketch comedy uh, in my 20s and 30s. And I had a character of like um, a teenage boy who makes prank calls and he talked like this. And yeah. then I had a teenager. <laughs> uh, I had a character of a teenage girl who was always, you know, being picked on. And he- her name was Bethany and she talked like that. <laughs> so anyway, what I did was I went to the audition and I just kept I kind of mixed the two characters together and kept bouncing back and forth. And it, it kind of gave it a nice balance where he wasn't one thing or the other, right. so that's why my character sounds like Oh, on a never-ending quest to save my girlfriend. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it always, he's neither one or the other, it's always the cross of a teenage boy and a teenage girl. That's. He's- that's
1: brilliant.
0: That that was I, my childhood. Yeah, exactly. I was also.
1: That's kind of. I feel like we're all super <laughs> related to that because that's that's how we grew up. Right. Now drawn together, oh, wow. you know, you kind of talked about it's it's a you know, fake reality show, and it was advertised as the first animated reality show, and it it got Ooh. a lot of you know those elements from typical reality mixed with sitcom, mixed with animated adult cartoons. And that's a lot. I mean, how do you successfully deliver that to an audience when it's something so brand new? How do you make that
3: tangible and, it really and was relatable new and special? You know? Yeah, and not only that, but they really pushed the boundaries. They like, really clearly, did because they were smart. They got away with being like incredibly dirty. And, yeah, uh, they were. <laughs> you know, the neat thing was that I, I never said, oh. said I, I really don't think I can say that. And the joke was. When my character was still in the closet, I just, I, <laughs> they wanted me to say to someone, come on, I'm as, what did they say? I'm as straight as the seams on the AIDS quilt. Oh! And I, I said, guys, I, oh. I, I, I care. I just yeah, can't right? And uh, they totally, you know, because I never said no, yeah. because I love their sense of humor, they totally were like, yeah, okay, you're right, right. So I oh, think it nice. was changed to, I'm as straight as Cher's bangs. I can't remember. <laughs> <hold on. But, laughs> um, there. <laughs> That that was just super smart writing, and it was a shame that got canceled. I think it had to do with uh, the cost of the show, because it was the number one rated show uh, for college-age guys when it was canceled. So it was really sad. I, I miss it. I love doing it.
0: Yeah, and it was so amazing because it was so creative, and the way they pushed yeah,
1: exactly uh,
0: you know topics to talk about in such a and we're willing to talk about more with a cartoon than we can in in right. live action right because oh, yeah. It, yeah yeah
3: and then and then they followed they were up with for an award for yeah. Xander's coming out episode and I, oh. I mean, it really they dealt with some really heavy stuff they um, did? you know he's a he's a young guy coming out of the closet. And he's so uh, uh, upset, he wants to kill himself. But because he's a video game character, (laughs) he's got to keep stabbing himself all night. And he says, "Um, it's
2: going (laughs) to
3: be wild. But but that's really important stuff they were saying. And, And they often did that. And then other times they were just... You know, right. hysterical and dirty for no reason. Exactly.
0: I know. I was voting uh, to make it long enough because I wanted Xander and Captain Hero to end up romantically together forever. That's what I wanted. We all kind of do. That's yeah. never going to
3: happen. Right. An insane, insane. I mean, come on. The fact that we got one episode where they're in love is like bro, I know a big deal. And, yeah. You know, Such <laughs> a funny up. That's definitely one of my favorite episodes. But. Uh, no, I don't think... I think Captain Hero is a psychopath. And yes, yes. I would never want Xander to be with him for real. But Xander's a bit psycho, too, and they deserved each other for that episode.
0: Right, right. And it was, a, it was also a very fucked up episode. It was, absolutely it was. I loved <laughs> it. Just like yeah. the show. Well, let's talk about another project you've done that uh, I know uh, the gay community has made this cult classic, but you had the opportunity to share the screen with the fabulous, elegant absolutely hilarious miss Coco Peru who's been on our show before and she's so wonderful Hi. you did girls will be girls which is uh, I believe it was 2003 but an amazing movie and a role that got the girls an award at Outfest how in the hell did you get tied up in such a mess with Coco and Varla Jean Merman that's what uh, we want to know
3: well I, I actually produced that movie and um uh what it was is that Coco and I were doing a lot of live performances mm-hmm. together because uh I just wanted to get back to what tickled me and um, this character of Evie was something that would really make people laugh and it was fun to perform in person and Coco and I actually hosted these uh, benefits for these charity benefits for like three years running and Mm -hmm. people got a kick out of us and I remember I was out uh, at a gay bar with Richard Day, the Mm -hmm. writer-director of Girls to Girls and I said, you know, Richard, Coco and Evie should have a movie and he said, no, Coco, Evie and Barla should have a movie and he wrote, (laughs) it it actually started as a TV show that we he wrote this brilliant script. That logo immediately turned down and said they, <laughs> they just didn't get it at all. But you know, typical. Yes, and then yeah, um, yeah. we decided let's we decided let's just make it ourselves. And he paid for it and 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 wrote it and directed it. And uh, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite things ever. We did we won that award with, uh, at Alfest, but we also um, we went to the Aspen Comedy Festival and won. Uh, we all three of us won for Best Actress. Oh, and that's that was, amazing! That was a high too. there's a lot of. It was an amazing experience. Yeah. To, to to do that. And, and
1: of course, we all enjoy it every single time.
3: I mean, oh, it's yeah. such
1: a such a big big role. Well,
3: and I know
0: each of you get a lot of pressure mm-hmm. to make another movie, but that is always way more complicated than than the fans realize. But is there any chance? Yeah. I know it's been a while, but any, any, any chance? Oh, it's chance. In the can. We made a, <gasps>
3: we made a sequel. Right? But the problem is, you know, it was com- this second one, Richard couldn't afford to pay for it. And so right. um, it was all just done with the money we were able to raise on Kickstarter, which right. was a fraction of how yeah. much a movie really costs. <laughs> right, just, right. And so in the end, Richard has had to do it all himself. And so, and um, he, he ran into some mishaps. But he's he is literally every day, he'll do a little work on it. Wow. And, um, we hope that it comes out next year. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's Whoa. coming. But it's I am really dying. I love to hear different stories about it. People will tell. Yeah. Uh, I worked with Jerry O'Connell on a sitcom. Oh, yeah. And um, he said his wife, Rebecca Romaine, he says she t- she tells people whether she wants to be friends with them or not by showing them the movie. <laughs> so I...
0: <laughs> I love that. Brilliant. That's yeah. my yeah, kind of
3: that. litmus <laughs> test. Whether you get the movie and like it or you hate it because <laughs> it really is so... Yeah. mean-spirited. And oh, yeah. Right. Oh, I admit yeah, it. I, I I, it.
0: I will admit it. I will tell friends how great it is and then some of them will come back and say, you like that movie? I'm like,
1: what? I don't understand how you don't yeah. like that movie. <laughs> Get on my level. <laughs> Every part yeah. of this movie is amazing. <laughs> it really is. And Okay, so that clearly uh, couldn't have been the first time you did drag. I mean, you were just far too fabulous. So... Uh, let's let's hear the story. I mean, how and when did you get in your first heels, or if I'm going completely Broadway here, your first kinky boots?
3: <laughs> oh God! Well, actually, speaking of Broadway, I arrived in New York right out of college, conservatory trained. Yeah. But there was a, a musical off Broadway called Pageant, where all it was a, oh, yeah. a beauty pageant. All the all the women were played by men, and um, that was my first a uh, professional job was uh, the understudy for all the men. So I had to learn how oh, to wow. play an accordion on roller skate Oh my gosh. And blast <laughs> while tap dancing. Anyway, so that introduced me to the world of, of doing drag. And I was also uh, doing a lot of sketch comedy with my comedy partner, Seth Rydetsky. And uh, we would often play girls. And uh, as I said, I had that teenage girl character and a character that was kind of the seed of uh, Evie Harris. Oh, and, oh. um, then again, you know, I came to LA, and, and a number of years went by. And when my pilot, when my series got canceled, Action, I just wanted to return to what I enjoy. And uh, I remembered Evie, and um, started, you know, as I said, co-hosting events with Coco. And it felt great to get laughs again, and she's such a great way to get laughs. People really love those those kind of dirty foul-mouthed drunk right? you know old actresses like you know <laughs> like Liza <Minnelli>. and uh um, <laughs> yeah so that's how i got into it but i never had a show as evie i never i don't tour as evie and i have so much respect for coco peru and brother <sighs> Jean merman
2: um, oh, yeah.
3: because you know they're able to make a living and they have oh, a yeah. following uh, characters and they really are for me my just the absolute penultimate uh drag performers um because right. I, for my case i love that they have i love their characters i love the yeah. writing there's just nobody funnier than those two
0: oh they and they're so natural it just they really yeah, are they're way it, it too fun. right off the okay now we're gonna have to we have a, a classic question that's been asked through the years it's very james liptony or not um and it's you could you know you just take I guess expect it from two queen sipping martinis for an hour, like we do. We've asked the likes of Margaret Cho; she gave us a crazy answer. But for you, boxers or briefs? Briefs.
3: I don't. I want to know where my balls are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Depending on how tight those briefs balls- are, It can be right up inside you. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to lose track of one or the other. I want to know where they are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think that is brilliant I, it's you. you might as well just rename briefs to baldar or or, or something right, right, exactly. <laughs> yes i baldar, like Baldar, know where your balls are you got it marketing right nailed there. nailed it <laughs> so okay l- let's take this back a little bit back to uh the 90s when you were starring alongside our very own favorite ellen degeneres i mean who doesn't love ellen um and and you were starring on her sitcom Ellen, so this was right before yeah. she was you know coming out and way before she was you know the talk show queen. Can you right. kind of talk to us about you know give us a feel for what it was like working with Ellen, especially as she navigated that very personal, albeit public struggle.
3: Well, Ellen was always very nice to the yeah. actors, and after shows, we would, we would go, go go out with us for drinks or whatnot yeah. lovely lovely person to work with on her show um at the time and uh when she told and it was cool because you know patrick bristow who played i played as his, his uh, boyfriend mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. husband yeah. and uh she pulled us aside and she told us the news before other people knew and i oh, wow. we were just so excited and also completely shocked because sure. this it was on um, heard of it that executives would let something like this happen and we were just so happy for her and um you know they've been dropping hints that she might be gay but we really didn't think she was actually going to come out so it was very exciting to hear that she wanted to and that they were going to let her um and then you know i was actually in the coming out episode and uh i'm a crazy laura dern fan oh god uh, i did actually was an extra in the movie teachers and she was very kind to me as a child uh and um point is that i remember this moment when they there was a bomb threat during rehearsals for this episode oh and my i remember standing outside in the parking lot standing next to lord Dern, and and feeling like god like you know in the situation and and uh, and was really invested in telling in helping ellen to tell this story and yeah. uh it was, an, it was an intense moment and um such a beautiful person uh laura uh anyway so uh proud to have been there happy to have gotten to see history and um you know it was a big break for me i just got into la and to suddenly get to be uh even just a small part on a big show like that is Mm -hmm. really a once in a lifetime kind of experience
1: absolutely
0: and still after all this time such an important part of media history, yeah, really. LGBT in the, TV. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I think absolutely. that's amazing. So, do you ever, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think you should like just show up at, you know, Ellen's house, you know, drink some wine by the pool with Portia and Ellen. I just, just want to put that out there. You should try it.
3: Yeah. Okay, let her know. Cause I don't know where she lives. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> okay, we'll get we'll get in touch with her cuz I that's just a fantasy in my mind that would be awesome. That would just be
1: awesome.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man. Now, okay, so you you also did a a a project with Joss Whedon, and this—I mean, Deputy Mayor Alan Finch—that probably probably rings a name uh, is a name that rings a bell for Comic Con fans and, and avid Buffy fans like Jonathan. I he, love Buffy. He loves Buffy. Yes. So is is that Me still too. right? <laughs> is that still a name Best that still so ever? Oh hit? yes. Okay. Yes, it is. I, I'm going to keep my <laughs>
3: comments to say? myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. You know, definitely yeah. for me, it's in my top five. It uh, is mine, you know. too. I own every, every single
0: season. Every season, I, yeah. I own I can sing the musical. Oh I my have gosh. the CD. Oh my gosh. I mean, come it, on, this is it's, real. It's too much. It's <laughs> it's just enough, is what it is. Now,
1: okay, is is the large <laughs> fan following from Buffy the Vampire Slayer a, a big fan base of yours, or or do mo- or mostly do people know you from your recent roles? Do, I mean, does it transfer even so many years later? Um, you know, uh, I
3: don't know deputy mayor. Uh, Finch may not have the impact on zombie fans that you're thinking. I went to you know one of my best friends is Tom Lane who played oh, Andrew yeah. brilliantly played Andrew one of the supervillains in the mm-hmm. last couple of seasons, and I went to a I a, a convention with him and I was mm. pretty invisible. Um, oh wow! I like to pride myself on the fact that I was the only human ever killed by a Slayer, so that's pretty cool, right? Uh, but, um, <laughs> yeah, but people, I don't know. Um, I, he's he's I don't know I. I don't think people see him as that important of a character, but I did a whole bunch of episodes and um, loved doing it. But as I said, I, I didn't even really know the show at the time. And right. I remember walking around the Sunnydale sets, and my thought was, "Jesus, this is kind of small and chintzy." Like, <laughs> if you walk through the, the the hallway of the school, literally, you can tell that the the bricks. Wall looked like they were painted for wow. like a, a, a senior high school musical but the, oh. the cool thing about that show is they know where they knew where to spend the money and, and yeah. where they spent the money was phenomenal dp who knew how to light things beautifully right and so if you watch that show you don't really see the detail in the sets, right because it, it, the lighting is so great the framing is so great when i did glee i walked around those sets thinking geez like did they have, like, millions of dollars they had to get rid of because <laughs> the sets were, like, st- stupidly over- overdone. Like, right. you just don't need sets to be that expensive, but they had so much money because they were such a big hit. Right. Um, right. Anyway, after I was killed on the show, then I started watching the show and realized what a masterpiece I was on, you know, in my opinion.
0: Oh, it listen, even I will follow every character from that show to the end of the earth, because whatever you guys do, anybody who's been on the show, I just had so much respect for that show. And of course, I don't know if any of us realized anybody who we knew that Joss was such a you know, he loved the comic books. Did you have any idea of how brilliant he was going to go what he was going to do? I mean, he is like in the stratosphere now.
3: I don't know why, but yeah, even back then, I knew this guy was really an incredible person and artist, and I remember on my death scene, he happened to be on set and watch my death scene, and, and afterwards he said, you know, wow, that was that was a really good job, and I just remember really treasuring that comment, and so I must have known that he was pretty amazing at the time, Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. Like, uh, when I worked with Bill Condon on Gods and Monsters. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I thought he was fantastic, but th- I didn't know he was going to be, you know, this huge, huge right. director that he's become, just at Beauty and the Beast, and...
0: I know, yeah. I don't know.
3: It's like, I um, I certainly knew he had great taste, both of them, and that they were really talented, but you can never know who's going to get lucky and, and get that big project that will right. kind of break them into that upper stratosphere exactly. of paycheck
1: absolutely mm. absolutely I'm still looking for it yeah. I'm telling you <laughs> it's it'll out come. there somewhere it'll <laughs> come I tell you.
2: now okay.
3: Lynch was a regular on um, a TV show I produced and starred in right before she got Glee no. you know and Wendy mm-hmm. McCartney Covey before Goldberg oh yeah Um, you know I just just happy to work with talented people and then you know some of them get really lucky and right. get that that great role
1: right it's all about that big break you get it when you get it now before we before we wrap up we do uh, a game on this show uh, a quick game that we started a few episodes back and it has kind of become one of our favorite go-tos <laughs> and basically whatever the last movie you watch is is what describes your current sex life like for example jonathan's just happens okay. to be home alone but uh what <laughs> you're a, such <laughs> a bitch <laughs> i love writing this question uh but what's yours
3: Oh gosh, you know, I just saw Logan, so I guess I'm fleshy on the outside, but (laughs) hardest feel on the inside. (laughs) Okay,
1: there there you go.
0: God, why don't I get a better movie? Because that was better. That's intense. I'm gonna go with Logan. That That was a
1: good answer. Home Alone is just more fitting.
3: (laughs) Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or maybe I'm just washed up and drunk, like Logan. (laughs) (laughs) it there depends on the yeah. day right <laughs> i don't know <laughs> some days this is my sex yeah. life and some uh, days some i'm days, not so weird. much of a
0: hero yeah now jack plotnik yeah. i have watched you for years you are a true character actor i love the way you transform into whatever role that uh that you are taking on and so it's always a joy to see what you are doing and for you to take time to be with us in the martini lounge means a great deal so thank you for that do you have
3: anything uh, coming? Me, oh, guys.
0: definitely! Anything really coming up it. that we can sink our teeth into? If we need more Jack Plotnick?
3: <laughs> well, I just did uh, another episode for next season of Grace and Frankie, but oh, those nice. are filmed like literally a year and a half before yes. they come out. Yeah. So uh, it'll be a while on that. Ah, oh, that's so, amazing. I guess I guess not. I mean, I um, my my hobby is I love to help actors, mm. and I wrote a um a book for actors that's free to read on my website, jackplotnick.com. Right. Oh,
2: nice. uh, and
3: it's just all about how to approach, um, whatever your job is, how to approach it from love and to be a happier person. So be curious oh. to, to see that it's, it's there.
0: I love that. jackplotnick.com. That sounds beautiful to me. Well, thank you so much for having some drinks with the boys. And uh, we can't wait to see all the great things that you have coming, even if it's a year and a half, the next Girls will be girls movie. (laughs) There you go. We are ready. So we'll keep checking in with you, sir.
3: Thanks, guys. Take care of yourselves. You too. Night. Night.
0: And that was the actor, director, writer, producer. All hats worn by Jack All hats worn. Jack Plotnick. I do have to say, for me, go out and yeah. watch Girls Who Be Girls. If nothing else, I enjoy the art of acting. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to see them take these characters, these guys, every single role in there yeah. is played by a man. Yes. So even the extras that are women is, is a guy a in guy. drag. I yeah. think that's hilarious. And to see how these three uh right. actresses actors take on these roles i i love watching them create the roles right that's me, fascinating me to too. me too
1: and and they're all three of them are just such uh such queens let's be oh, real totally, i mean totally. miss coco peru how do you not I mean, how do you not love? Well, but it's it's incredible and everything he does, I feel like he embodies the character so he well. He really does. And and lives in it. So yeah. whether it's a reoccurring you know, role or 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 a one-off, I mean, he's I know. he's amazing. He,
0: he owns whatever role he he's given. What, yeah. I'm interested in this. So jackplotnet.com,
1: Yeah. I will be going there. I'm interested in this book. He does. I love that he approaches it from love. Right and he does lessons he does like talks mm-hmm. he'll go to uh, actor seminars or whatever well, we come to our house cuz that's where night, we need that's where we need jack if, if we give him enough money like right. drinks yes. he might come we can <laughs> cover the drinks we can always give we can give definitely do that there is never too much alcohol in our house yes
0: there's never too little And there's never too no to little there's not a yeah there's no limits extra is good <laughs> just, just,
1: extra. that's all we're saying is there's a lot ah there's a lot <laughs> well i'm excited uh, i love to be able to th-
0: listen the yeah fun of your job and the life that you create is sometimes you get to do things where, you know what, we want to talk to our favorite people. So we just go do it. Yeah. So like, you can do hello, that in your life down. as well. But this is <laughs> a lot of fun. So yeah. I'm glad we got to speak with Jack Plotnick. Lots of great shows coming.
1: I know. The sex
0: the... show is always around the corner. It always so is. You know you want to watch that
1: or Day- listen to that. Damon is always coming on. Yeah. If you know what I mean, <laughs> um, and talking to us to us about hot and steamy sex yeah. and, and relationship issues too. Yeah. It's not always giving us advice.
0: A lot of advice. It. I, thank God he writes books because I My, need a, a book full of advice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing is when people. Um, not gonna name who. Um uh, uh, ask for advice and don't listen to it. Um and I'm done and I am done talking <laughs> and I about digress. That, and so and listen, digress. go
0: check out everything Jack yeah. Potnick <laughs> does. Go to his website, www.jackpotnick.com. And while you're um while you're surfing the web, go over to our website.
1: Yeah, it's jonathancerge.com, and, and you can find us on Twitter mm-hmm. and Facebook, Jonathan and Sergey, as
2: yeah. well
0: as Instagram. Jonathan Instagram's a lot of fun. We love to put up posts. Yeah. You'll see a lot of us on set this last few months.
1: Also, I'm gonna to be completely honest with you I'm um, uh, trying to trying to work out how I'm going to convince everyone for uh, you, mostly you to get a Snapchat oh of Lord. Jonathan and Sergey but oh I don't know man. how that's going to work so yeah, I'm no, kind of working through that we're gonna have to we might have a Snapchat out. soon So hey we might <laughs> we might hey
0: I'm not against it <laughs> All right. I just have to know how it works <laughs> yeah, it'll,
1: it'll be fun it'll be
0: fun alright until next time America and international world and galactic <laughs> universe bye bitch bye The Martini Lounge is made possible by...
1: Insert your name here. And also... We're looking for ads.
0: And don't forget...
1: You can display your business right here.
0: The Martini Lounge can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Jonathan and Sergey.
1: And also our website, JonathanandSergey.com.
0: Until next time, all you cool cats...